0: KUOZ 100.5 is an FCC-licensed radio station operated by the University of the Ozarks, Clarksville, Arkansas. Hello, and thank you for tuning in. You are listening to From the Concert Hall with your hosts Corbin Sturch and Zachary Payne. Your vintage radio program here on KUOZ 100.5 FM. Community Radio, produced by the Radio Television Video Department here at University of the Ozarks in Clarksville, Arkansas. From the concert hall plays some of the famous artists of the past, as well as features a few of our very own from right here at home. So sit back, relax, and enjoy, as we take you live, right here, to our very own little concert hall. Hello and thank you for tuning in to From the Concert Hall. I'm Corbin Sturch. I'm Kathleen Mowry.
1: I'm Michaela Burke.
0: And thank you for joining us. Before we begin the show tonight, I'd just like to make a couple announcements about things going on here at Ozarks this week. Tomorrow night, the Ozarks Art Club is proud to sponsor the fourth annual Recycled Fashion Show. This will start at 7 p.m. in the Rogers Conference Center. It's a great event to go out to... All of the outfits are being modeled by some wonderful people I've heard. I know that Becca Phillips is going to be one of the hosts. i give me a few more. And as a special surprise, Dr. Hardman is going to be modeling. Oh. Oh, my. (laughs) Oh, dear. So you aren't going to want to miss this. And then next week, on Wednesday the 8th at 7, Daniel Martin Moore will have his concert in Roundtree Recital Hall. And for anyone who won't be able to catch this event, if you tune into the show the 9th the day after, Daniel will be on the show. It's not going to be a show you want to miss. Now, Kathleen, do you care to introduce us to the topic tonight since we're going to be talking about Bach? Just kind of introduce us a bit to him.
2: Uh, Well, tonight we will be talking about Bach. Uh, Johann <laughs> Sebastian, to be uh, concise. Um, He was born in Germany and... He, he, I mean, he was an amazing composer in the uh, Baroque period, and he made a bunch of, um, he, like, really worked with rhythms and kind of expanded the form that was previously going on. Like, Mozart had pretty much taken over the scene, and Bach came in and kind of switched things up in a beautiful way. Um yeah, and honestly, I don't know if there's anything that can really speak for Bach more, any more beautifully than his own music. I don't think there's any way I could describe him that would really do him justice, and I feel kind of ashamed of myself for not being able to.
0: <laughs> right. I think one interesting thing to note about Bach, at least, is that he was popular in his own time, but after he died, he lost popularity. And whenever you thought of Bach, you thought of his sons. He didn't come back into fashion until a couple of hundred years later, after he died, in the 1800s. So that'd be 19th century.
2: That's so that's so bizarre to me because in in our time, a lot of the times peop- artists are unrecognized in their lifetime, and then they die and they become famous. But he did the opposite, which is a little sad. But
0: it is. But it was a different <laughs> era. Yeah. Nowadays we have. I mean, CDs, digital... Recordings. Things. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. That
0: would do it. They didn't have radio and television and movies back then, so I, I could see how that would happen.
2: He, um... Bach... One thing that's really interesting about Bach is that his dad was, like, a horrible father um, and kind of forced him into music. He wanted him to be the next... Uh, the next Mozart. That's what he wanted. And... His dad got what he wanted, but not not in the best of ways. Um, he was also, fun fact, a soprano, <laughs> apparently until the age of about 15, when his voice changed and he lost his singing abilities. So he was in the
0: boy choirs. Yep. You know, those are actually really beautiful. And we'll be yes. hearing some of his choral music tonight, as well as his organ music. Mm-hmm. I know last week we listened to his Brandenburg concertos. So this week, it'll be nice to look more at what Bach was more known for, his organ and his choral works. Now, the two of you both found an interesting fact about Bach this (laughs) week.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, Bach actually went to prison. I thought that was pretty cool. That was a really fun fact to me. I had no idea that... He was kind of a bad guy, but he really wasn't in the end. What happened was he refused to keep playing music for the Duke, so the Duke just kind of threw him in prison.
2: Which is such a like weird thing to think of nowadays, because that, that's not even possible. No one could just be like, hey, you're not going to play music for me? Sorry, Corbin, I guess I'm going to throw you in my own personal dungeon. Yeah. If that did happen, I would totally save you. But...
1: Our justice system is just doing so well.
2: For Bach, Absolutely. it was uh, it
1: was not so great.
2: Um, he didn't even like he didn't even do anything wrong, but we we had to check up on that fact because we didn't believe it. We were like that's yeah. Bach.
0: We were sitting there, and Kayla says, "Oh, and Bach went to prison."
2: And this was after looking up that he apparently had twenty children, which. Right yeah. now we're pretty sure is a lie, yeah, I don't just think to that clarify
0: one right. <laughs> we'll we'll keep doing our research on that one <laughs> yes, so I mean, whenever we heard that Bach went to prison and we looked at three or four other sources and it's like, oh, well, this is all over the place. That's just so bizarre, Which but hearing the backstory that became very believable at that point, I think,
2: yeah, yeah, totally. I think it's interesting that I mean, what a compliment you're so good that they don't want you to leave. Yeah. And they imprison you.
0: (laughs) Now, to get back to the show topic tonight, because we've been off on this little tangent about Bach and prison. um, Our first song tonight will come, the first half of the show, we're going to start looking at the organ music of Bach. And our first song tonight is going to be the Toccata in C major, which others call the Great Toccata in C major, or the Great Fugue in C major, which is the third part of this little movement of three which is the Toccata, the Adagio, and the Fugue. Um, This is going to be performed by E. Power Biggs, who is a very famous organist in the mid to late 20th century. Very well known for his teaching, and even more well known for his performing. And this is going to be recorded at the organ of Symphony Hall in Boston, which the organ is still there today, and still used every day, of course. But this is a piece, I think, when... Our listeners hear it. They're going to know it. it. I mean, you can't... It's one of Bach's pieces that you're going to hear at some point. You can't avoid it. But it, it's a beautiful piece. It really moves. And I think it earned its title great.
2: <laughs> Definitely.
0: So, here it is. Bach's Takata in C Major. The Great Takata in C Major. From the Concert Hall, here on KUOZ 100.5 FM. Community Radio, from University of the Ozarks, here in Clarksville, Arkansas. Hello and thank you for tuning in from the Concert Hall. I'm Corbin Sturch.
2: I'm Kathleen Maury. I'm Michaela Burke.
0: And today we are talking about the choral and organ works of Bach, if you've been, lis- been with us, you just heard a bit about the background of Bach. And you just heard The Great Toccata in C Major by Bach, as performed by E. Power Biggs on the organ of Symphony Hall in Boston. Now, one note we would like to make after talking to an expert <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh my. who
0: has been someone who's really stuck with this show. And we'd just like to thank them for, after every episode, this person... Gives us advice on our show, Corrections for the Future, and we'd just like to thank him. And that's Dr. Sne- Stephen Snur. Uh, he's a professor of organ at Valparaiso University in Indiana and is a historical performance scholar. He studied at Yale and I know the, I want to say, Indiana School of Music, I think. Uh, he need to correct me on that one. But Bach did indeed have 20 children. He had seven by his first wife and 13 by the second but only about ten live to adulthood.
2: Thirteen by the second. I was kinda hoping you would say four by the first wife, four by the second wife, four by the other wife, and Mistress, then like, you know? Yeah, but not Wow, thirteen.
1: That's a lot of kids. Yeah. Um,
2: well, uh straying away from Bach's crazy personal life. Uh next we have the song Come Down or come down to us now, Jesus. Uh, right, come right.
0: us now now, Jesus from heaven above.
2: Yes. <laughs> I I uh, simpled it down. Um, and it sounds very similar to the hymn, Praise to the Lord the Almighty, which I think I've heard, and I know Corbin played it for me last semester, and it's kind of an Episcopalian southern hymn. So it's interesting how it's a how box work is kind of a basis for some hymns nowadays and how you, you'll definitely
0: recognize it. Right. It's, like you said, it's interesting to see how things form a basis, but change. I think even today we see that where we'll know the tune, but we'll know, it. someone will know just one name in one church, but another church might know it as a different name.
2: Yeah, because the lyrics are different depending on whoever took it on, or maybe they just changed a couple words. You, you just never know.
0: Right, but that hymn tune has been the same for hundreds of years. Yeah. In some cases. And this is one of those cases. But, here it is. Comest thou now, Jesus, from heaven above, as performed on the organ by E. Power Biggs in Symphony Hall in Boston. <laughs> KUOZ 100.5 is an FCC-licensed radio station operated by the University of the Ozarks, Clarksville, Arkansas. Thank you for
1: tuning in. You're listening to From the Concert Hall here on KUOZ 100.5 FM,
2: community radio from the University of the Ozarks here in Clarksville, Arkansas.
0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in from the Concert Hall. I'm Corbin Sturch.
2: I'm Kathleen Mowry. I'm
1: Michaela Burke.
0: And we are talking about the organ and choral music of Johann Sebastian Bach today. If you've been listening with us so far, you've heard Bach's Great Daccata in C Major. And then you've also heard now, Comest Thou Now, Jesus, from Heaven Above, which most people would know as Praise to the Lord the Almighty. I mean that's the hymn two people would know it as. And this has all been performed by Eve Power Biggs on the organ of Symphony Hall in Boston. Now, Kathleen, you know a bit about our next song, Sleepers Awake. Can you can you tell us a bit about it?
2: Yes. Uh, actually it's it's based off of um Philip Nikolai's uh hymn I don't speak German. I'm sorry if someone listening to this does and I pronounce it horribly, but <laughs> Watch it, off roofed, uns die Stime, uh, from 1599. So very old hymn, and Bach took it and he got inspiration for, for Sleepers Awake, um, and it was uh, uh, part of his choral cantatas, and then he did some organ work with it also.
0: Right. Now I think it. One thing that's important to remember here. When uh, we talk about choral preludes, you're going to hear the melody at some point. It's going to be very defined, and you're going to hear it. But most of a choral prelude is improvising off of the melody. But the melody is always going to be somewhere in there. It's just going to be an improvision on the melody. I mean, with the last one, you heard in Kamisa Now. Jesus, not like, come and say now Jesus from heaven above. Right in the very beginning we had that. Dun, da, 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 and we had that melody right in the very beginning. That's not always the case. Sometimes the improvisation comes first, the melody's in the middle and it improvises at the end. You never know where it's going to be, but it's going <laughs> to be in there at some point.
2: Yeah. Uh a fun fact about this uh is that Bach only performed it once. Really? Wow. Yeah, he performed it once um for for the Easter season, and then after that, he never he never played the full thing again.
0: Maybe maybe we're getting a bit too early with this one. We're a couple days early. It,
2: it was uh seventeen thirty one, uh, the twenty fifth of November. So I don't know if the Easter season has changed a lot, or if uh or that's when he wrote it, um and that's when he performed it. Was
0: all right. So yeah easter's Easter's a fifty day season, but it's but it's still not the in spray. November yeah no, no no, it's definitely not in November. I think that's still ordinary time at that point,
2: yeah, yeah, it is he um I think he wrote it in November and or he wrote it for Easter season and then performed it himself in November, but he didn't perform it for Easter. The wording in this article I read was very odd, but okay, point being he only performed it once
0: <laughs> okay well. Here it is Sleepers Awake, as performed by E. Power Biggs at the organ of Symphony Hall in Boston, Massachusetts. KUOZ 100.5 is an FCC-licensed radio station operated by the University of the Ozarks, Clarksville, Arkansas.
2: Thank you for tuning in. You are listening to From the Concert Hall here on KUOZ 100.5 FM, community radio from University of the Ozarks here in Clarksville, Arkansas.
0: Hello and thank you for tuning in. If you've been listening to us, we're about halfway through our show now. And if you're just joining us, thank you for tuning in again. W- tonight we're talking about the choral and organ music of Johann Sebastian Bach. Now, we've just looked at the organ music side of things. Now we're going to turn towards the choral aspect. And as a contrast to what we just heard, well, not really a contrast, but a compliment to ju- what we just heard, The song Sleepers Awake is performed on organ by E. Power Biggs. Now we're going to hear the actual vocal version of it as performed by the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Now, Michaela, can you tell us a bit about the Mormon Tabernacle Choir?
1: Okay, well, um, the Mormon Tabernacle Choir is actually sometimes referred to as MoTab. (laughs) Um, It was uh, founded in August of 1847, one month after the Mormon pioneers entered the Salt Lake Valley. Um, actually, it's uh, now called the uh, one of the greatest American choirs, uh, as said by President Ronald Reagan. It's still very famous. It's now uh, directed by Mac Wilberg. And um, it was actually uh, composed of about 360 members that were all volunteers. So whenever they had to go perform or do trips, they actually had to take off work and use their own time to do the shows. Um, the choir is part of uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and its funding is provided by sale of albums, concert tickets, li- licensing and recorded performances and donations.
0: Right. Now you did mention their Grammy and Emmy Awards, right?
1: I totally forgot. No, I didn't mention that, but they are Grammy and Emmy <laughs> Award winnings. So that's a pretty cool fact that I skipped over.
0: Uh, sorry that, that thought it hit me and I was just like, now, this choir. There's so, so much huge. about
1: them, like they, yeah. <laughs>
2: if, you oh, up, love it. if you look up if you look up Motab, you're gonna get
0: so much so
2: much information.
0: One of my favorite things they do every year is their seasonal Christmas concert. I think they brought in David Archuleta one year. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of some of the guests they brought on, but they just do amazing work. And believe it or not, their Emmy was actually in pop.
1: What?
2: Wow. I'm sorry.
0: What? <laughs> what? Yeah, it was in pop music.
2: For what song?
0: What? I, I, I don't know what the song was. I okay,
2: so research is happening right now. <laughs> um, yes.
0: But wow. one, one thing I, I was told to mention, and I, I think this is actually very interesting too. For those of you who heard the last part of this show, the organ in Symphony Hall in Boston, when they recorded this record in 1950, was only a year old. They had just built this organ the Alien Skinner Company had installed it. And it was its this was this organ was still a baby. It was still getting <laughs> broken into that room, most likely. I mean it's a wonder I I almost wonder if it was past its six month tuning at that point, where they would come back in after it's set in the building and but that's something you don't see very often is to have a big record recorded on an organ that soon. That I think it's really amazing that we were able to play that tonight. But up next, like we said, we have Sleepers Awake, which is by Bach. And actually, Kayla, do you care to give us the English translation to the hymn tune on that?
1: Uh, no problem. It is Awake Harken! A Voice Calls Us.
0: Thank you so much. <laughs> we we struggle with German around here, every, <laughs> every single one of us. And I, we're going to start translating to English from now
2: on. <laughs> I, I took French for five years, okay?
0: <laughs> English is... We can do English. We can, we can do, do, English. do French. Can do I can do French. I can do some Italian. We can do Spanish and we can do Italian, but but none of us have German. Nope. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems that every show now we've butchered a couple German titles. Every one of us now is, I think.
1: We need to start taking German.
0: The music makes up for it. I,
2: I think so. You're right. Our ugly pronunciation is fixed by the beautiful sounds. <laughs> yes.
0: But here it is. Sleepers Awake, as performed by the Mormon Tabernacle Choir of Salt Lake City, Utah. KUOZ 100.5 is an FCC-licensed radio station operated by the University of the Ozarks, Clarksville, Arkansas. You are listening to From the Concert Hall, here on KUOZ 100.5 FM, community radio from University of the Ozarks, here in Clarksville, Arkansas. Hello and thank you for tuning in. You are listening to From the Concert Hall. I'm Corbin Sturch.
2: I'm Kathleen Mowry. I'm Michaela Burke.
0: And tonight we've been talking about the organ and choral music of Johann Sebastian Bach. So if you've been listening to us tonight, you've heard his organ music as performed by E. Power Biggs on what at the time was the brand new organ of Symphony Hall in Boston, Massachusetts. And you've just heard Sleepers Awake as done by the Mormon Tabernacle Choir And someone I forgot to mention who provided the orchestral accompaniment, because this was before Mormon Tabernacle Choir had the orchestra at Temple Square, the Philadelphia Orchestra accompanied the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, and they were under the direction of Eugene Ormandy at the time. And so it was a wonderfully done piece. And you're going to hear the orchestra accompanying the choir tonight through one more piece, and that is, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. This is another Bach piece that has held true even to today. And I think it needs no explanation before we play it. I mean, it's a beautiful piece, beautifully done. Anyone I think who's ever been to church has heard this piece. you know.
1: Oh, yeah. Very common. I've heard it multiple times throughout my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a staple piece of religion. I want to say the text is by Luther, but Bach wrote the music that we use for it today. And it's just a beautifully done piece, on both parts. The words are strong and evocative, and the music, just as so. I mean, I, I, I don't know how you can do it injustice. I will say that this is done in the traditional German style, or it's not dum bump bump It's not just fast and fast and fast, but it's got that meditative feel you have time to think about it in the piece
2: there's some there's some pieces that just really hit hit home and i feel like this might be one of them there's some pieces that are just like really beautiful and really really speak to what their title is like sometimes i hear songs and i'm expecting them to be happy or i'm expecting them to be sad and then they don't really fit what i was what you were expecting what I was expecting. And then some songs just really they really mold with what you want and what you feel.
0: Right. I think this is one of those. So here it is a mighty fortress is our God as performed by the Mormon Tabernacle Choir and the Philadelphia Orchestra.
2: for tuning in. You are listening to From the Concert Hall here on KUOZ 100.5 FM. Community radio from University of the Ozarks here in Clarksville, Arkansas.
0: Thank you for tuning in to From the Concert Hall. I'm Corbin Starch. I'm
2: Kathleen Mowry. I'm Michaela Burke.
0: And if you've been listening to us tonight, we're at the very end of our show where we say our goodbyes. It, you've missed most, you've missed actually most <laughs> all of it now, and we've looked at the organ and choral works of Bach tonight. The organ works that's performed by E. Power Biggs on what at the time was the brand new organ of Symphony Hall in Boston, and then these beautiful choral works by the Mormon Tabernacle Choir and the Philadelphia Orchestra in collaboration together.
2: And let me just say that last song, that it, though it was short, it was just very, like, in the title, the word mighty. As soon as I heard it, I just felt...
0: The Mormon Tabernacle Choir did that piece so much justice.
1: It's so powerful.
0: It really was. But before we let you go, we'd just like to remind you that the show isn't just here on Tuesdays and Thursdays and during its replays. We are your show. We'd love to hear back from you. And you can do this in multiple ways. If you use Facebook, like most of the world does today, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash from the concert hall. And a little fun fact about Facebook right now. If you like our page and share one of our posts, we are giving, well, share a post we have posted right now about a contest we're doing. We are giving away a limited edition KUOZ t-shirt. Ooh. What a deal.
2: <laughs> oh, man.
0: You don't see these shirts anymore. They're, I mean, they're from an older batch of shirts, but you can't get them anymore.
3: Hmm.
2: Is it cheating if I go on and repost things, like, a hundred times, or is that allowed?
0: <laughs> no, no, it's not allowed. Aw. You get one share per name. Well, no, you can share as many times as you want, but, <laughs> but you are only going to take your name once.
1: But go ahead and share it. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: But remember, you also do have to like the page. So, I mean, it goes both ways. You have to like and share. But... We'll be announcing the winners to that next, not next week, but the week after at the Spring Greening Festival, where we'll be, performing lo- or we'll be broadcasting live out of. And we hope to give that t-shirt away to one of our lucky listeners. It's a good opportunity, and we've got pictures of it up online. It's a great shirt. Looks just like the ones we wear now, except the ones we wear now are black and long sleeve. But this is a great addition to your summer wear with these lovely short sleeves. It's really comfortable. it's this colli- cotton polyester blend. Mm. It's already shrunk and yeah. washed, oh, so good. it's not going to shrink up on you in the washer. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. That's important. It is though. I mean it you really get these is. you get these shirts and you're like, "Oh, it fits so great," and then you wash it and you're just like, "Oh, it's <sighs> like a cruel trick. it is it is. <laughs> they lie to you T shirts lie, but again. <gasps> That is uh, facebook.com forward slash from the concert hall. Or you can find us on Twitter at FTCH underscore K-U-O-Z. Also on Instagram at K-U-O-Z concert hall. And then, of course, through email at from the concert hall radio at gmail.com. We love hearing back from you. And we love we love our feedback and learning about our listeners and what you think each week. I mean, you're the reason we do this show, and your opinion is very important to us. Even just in today, you've heard some feedback we got just from one of our listeners during the show. Feedback matters, and it helps us keep going. It shows us that what we're doing matters. Now, thanks again for listening tonight and to play us out and to remind us of this wonderful holy week that we're in now. As we're getting ready for the crucifixion and resurrection of Christ this week, we have Bach's Come Sweet Death as performed by the Emory University Concert Choir. It's a wonderfully done piece. It's a cappella, I do believe, all of it is. And they just performed this so wonderfully. It's my favorite piece by Bach, The Come Sweet Death. And every time I hear it, I just get chills. The words, the chordal progression. Just ah, oh, it's beautiful.
2: You listeners, you can't see Corbin's face, but he's he's lighting up talking about
1: this. He obviously loves this piece so much. Yes.
0: But here it is to play us out tonight and remind us of this holy week that we're in. Come sweet death by Johann Sebastian Bach.
3: Thank